welcome back this week to the My Love of Golf podcast. Well, we've got, uh, so apologies again for all the listeners for a bit of a week off. Uh, the whole gang were a little bit cooked, so we need a little bit of a refresher. Um, but we do have a very, very, very special guest. We're going to lead straight off with this man. He is a great man. He's coming all the way from Scotland. Introduce yourself, special guest. Ah, uh, you'll have to forgive me, guys. Uh, my voice, my accent's uh, changed uh, a little bit. Uh, how are you, boys? Uh, thanks for keeping it going. It's just me. That's, that's my me being an idiot. Uh, I'm in St Andrews. I came back. It's the second last day of my uh, holiday, and I couldn't leave without coming back to St Andrews and just soaking up the last bit of open vibe started off that way it's going to finish that way i've got one more game of golf to have i've had a couple of weeks sort of just local golf which has been good um thank you to you fellas for you know keeping everything uh ship shaped and in order it's been great yep a well-earned break last week for you for me and uh and mike everyone's got lives outside of uh this highly rating non-paying podcast so um a week off but what a week to have off and come back. Uh, you had the Women's Open at Muirfield. Uh, you had the Wyndham Classic. You had the Kazoo. The Kazoo at, uh, the, at the, where was that? Um, Celtic Manor. So a bit of golf, um, a bit of golf to talk about. But yeah, no, I'm sitting here. I think I jagged the only park in St. Andrews. Now, if, if anyone's wondering, you know, what happens to St. Andrews post the biggest golf event in the history of St. Andrews, maybe, um, the place is still pumping. You know, I've driven sort of around past the, the first tee in the 18th green. Uh, the car park that is usually at the back of the first tee, uh, which is next to the r sort of museum, that's still a work zone. The, the, the stands are still being pulled down. The big corporate marquees that you would have seen on the TV still being put that pulled down. And there's St Andrews pumps on. Uni students are back, you know, moving back in. There's heaps of tourists. 87 golfers I've already walked past with little pencil bags toing and froing from the course. So the place is alive and still absolutely hooching. The weather's magnificent. Uh, everyone talks about the weather here, so I can't not talk about the weather, but the weather is magnificent. It's going to be another heat wave this week. 26 degrees in Scotland this week, Rocket. 26 degrees. People are battening down the hatches. The, 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 the talk about the heat coming back has already started. Uh, it's absolutely beautiful for us Aussies here. The shorts and shirt weather, it's magnificent. Uh, but the reason why I came back is a little sort of a little bit of work-related drama golf, of course. Uh, Travis Matthew have a partnership with the St Andrews Lynx Trust. And it's different in the way there are a number of the apparel brands that have, you know, Lynx Trust um, alignments with their brands. You know, that means they can put the Lynx Trust badge on. And when you come here as a tourist or a visitor, you can buy a bit of, apparel with Lynx Trust on it, which is great. A lot of people do that. Well, Travis Matthew have negotiated the, we might've mentioned it, the, the little house that sits under the, uh, the, the 18th green stand, you know, the, where, you know, Cam Smith's name was up in the leaderboard. Well, that whole stand underneath that is a tiny little pro shop. I'll go and take a photo of it in a minute. That is an exclusive Travis Matthew uh, destination. So all of the apparel in there is only going to be Travis Matthews. So imagine that for a brand, American brand, born in the roots of San Diego, I don't know, um, to have its own little exclusive shop behind the 18th green at St. Andrews. So I came to have a look in that because I've been wearing uh, Travis Matthew gear 
because I have my own Travis Matthew gear. I have a bit of everything, but I bought a heap of it here and been wearing it 24-7. I want to go and have a look at the stand, uh, the store. But it's the last bit of stand is around the, the store and it's not open because the last bit of stand is still there. So I don't think I'm going to get to see the exclusive Travis Matthew store. But I've been wearing Travis Matthew 24-7. Uh, jeans, T-shirts, polo shirts, jet pants, Kuwaita shoes, gloves, you name it. Uh, it's good stuff. Um, so that's why I came back to St Andrews, but I am going to walk through the town and soak up a bit more of the atmosphere before I go. Not tomorrow, but the next day. Playing golf tomorrow with Jamie Darling from uh, The Lynx Diary. So I met uh, Stu Curry. Now, Stu Curry is also the Lynx Diary team. You know our flag that represents us, the flag, Emerald flag? Stu Curry uh, designed that, so I had a... Uh, he had a beer. I had a Diet Coke uh, in Leith, um, just about 200 metres from where my mum and dad grew up. Caught up with Stu. Tomorrow I'm playing golf at uh, Lanark with Jamie Darling, who you know, is one of the um, movers and shakers in Scottish golf tourism uh, over here. Been a friend of the podcast, been on two times. So catching up with Jamie uh, and he'll have, uh, I'll have the privilege of sharing my last game of golf in Scotland for who knows how long uh, with uh, JD. Caught up with Malcolm Duck the other day. That was great. Uh, dropped in after going to the Women's Open. I went down on Thursday to the Women's Open at Muirfield. We'll talk about that in a sec. Unbelievable. Uh, great tournament. Muirfield. You know, I'd only been there once before and played, as you know. Uh, to go back and walk around Muirfield and to see it in tournament condition, to see a tournament being hosted there, um, albeit you know, without the crowds, obviously, as the Open. Uh, but it was just magnificent. It's just such a, a different venue to watch a golf tournament from being that sort of rotary links you know the the outward nine and then the inward nine which comes the other way you know you would have if you watched the women's open i hope everyone did uh you you know you know the strategy behind that the wind hits you in different directions in every hole but as a viewing venue you know you can walk from the eighth to the next to three other holes really easily you know you can get to the ninth across to the 18th you can get from 13 back to six and it's just it was magnificent on thursday afternoon out there hardly anyone there um, just watching some of the women play golf and everything that we talk about watching the women's game rocket, you know, how good they play, how, how their ball striking is awesome, how they just hit fairways and greens. And yeah, there are a couple of, uh, uh, I want to frame it rightly, but you know, softer, softer ball flights, you know, like that gen generous high flight, you know, middle of the fairway all the time. And then there are a couple of absolute, you know, ball striking Queens, um, it was just great to see all the different swings. Followed Minji Leaf around for a bit. What a player. Um, you know, fourth, finish, finish fourth. Um, the quarter sisters followed those for a while. Uh, yeah, just can't remember. Lydia Co followed her for a while. Uh, every, you know, it was just easier to see everyone. It was great. Um, so you can talk about that. Uh, yeah, caught up with Malcolm Duck. I uh, met some RNA people. He had some RNA people there, and that was very fortuitous. It was great timing. Met some big weeks from the RNA and had a great chat with uh, with those guys. You know, there could be several podcast episodes in that. No, I'm not going to, you know, get them on the podcast. You know, it was just a lot of stories that they shared. It was awesome. Um, so, yeah, that was a good good little chance meeting uh, at the home of East Lothian uh, Pub Golf. Uh, that's Malcolm Ducks, Ducks uh, in, in Abilady. Walked around, went up to my favourite spot in East Lothian, up to the seventh hole at... Uh, uh, the going number one, uh, you know, if you've been watching some of the golf from your field, you know, they show you all of that, uh, especially the Scottish Open, they showed you the whole golf coast. 
Well, Gullen number one is the premium course. There, there's three courses. I went up to the seventh tee, which is the highest point on Gullen Hill. And you can basically see all the way back to Edinburgh. You can see all the way down to um, Golfing Scotland's home of North Berwick. And it's just a magnificent place. I wasn't playing golf. I just walked up there to, you know, breathe a bit of the air. And I was going to fly the drone, but it was too windy. So I took some photos. Walked down, I went down to, to uh, Kilspindy. Walked out. was taking some photos as the sun was going down. Probably seen some of those photos. Came across a group. A guy just had a hole-in-one. Fellow from London. I bumped into them. How are you going? Said he just had a hole in one. How awesome is that? Took his photo, sent him his photo. He was wrapped, shared it with all his mates. So, you know, a little bit of uh, photography uh, chance meeting and then um, off to Malcolm Duck. And yeah. Anyway, I listened to uh, the previous episode that you got me on. Thanks for having me back uh, on the podcast, by the way. It's great to be on. Um, I blethered along for a long time. I was just, it was just like, bleh, bleh. Uh, I feel like I'm starting to do the same. So I don't want to overtake uh, all the great work that you guys are going to do. I'm going to leave you. Um, You're having a lot of fun. No, you can't leave. You've got to give us, you've got to give us more on the, on the women's open because you're, you were there. What what was it it like? I went down on the Thursday. Um, I was supposed to be playing golf just at a local council course in Edinburgh, the Braids, which is, a magnificent council course in terms of council courses go. It's hard, hilly, view over the whole city. It's magnificent. Costs you about 30 bucks sort of thing. Um, he couldn't play. So I just jumped in the car and, and drove down there on the Thursday. So day one, got a, it was very easy to get into. It was no hassle. Just drove straight there. Got a park, paid the money straight in. And um, so I, I was really only there for the afternoon on, on the first day. And as I said before, I, just walked around and followed as many of the, the women that I could and, you know, the ones that I wanted to see, tried to – I missed a couple of the, the Aussies, saw Suo, uh, a little bit of, I think, Hannah Green, uh, but really sort of focused on Minji. She was in the later stages of the afternoon. Uh, it was breezy. You know, the breeze um, was certainly blowing enough to be you – know, it was probably a 10-metre breeze. Uh, and what I will say is, is Muirfield – having played it on my last visit and, you know, you probably heard me say the story. It was a bit of an awkward, I lost my phone during, you know, during my time at Muirfield, which by well, the ghosts of Muirfield popped up as I was about to leave on a bench at the front of the clubhouse, weird stuff. Um, so it sort of detracted from my concentration on, you know, one of what I can now say is one of the best golf courses uh, on the planet. Uh, and being able to cross the fairways and just stand there and take some photos up fairways and and have a look at the the, the undulations and the, and the nuance in the in the routing and the fairways and more so that you know that real links bump um, bump and flow that you that you get to see you don't get to see it on the coverage as well as you do um, up there walking across the fairway so just to be there and to see it again um, made me really think that Millfield is one of the premier links golf courses in in uh, in the land um, in all the lands uh, and it's just great to go back there it's a it's a beautiful location beautiful clubhouse and you know those par threes there some of the best par threes we'll see 13 I think the other one's six remind me if I'm wrong but um just some of the greatest par threes the bunkers the bunkering the greens it was just magnificent the conditioning was the conditioning was perfect you know like and it was a 
quite different to St Andrews. You know, you saw St Andrews baked out hard. You know, I walked on those fairways and it was cri- really crispy. Uh, Neilfield still had a bit of bit of green, bit of give, but it was still, yeah, the fairways were running at twelve, so so to speak. So, um, how, how far away is it, like, in distance, St Andrews to from? Neilfield? Oh well, it's right on the other side of the water. Uh, Millfield's near Edinburgh. Yeah, but like from, like, a, from, like from a weather point of view, like how far away are they? Would they have had different rain or why would it be? Were they just watered it or they yeah. just, yeah. Uh, I, 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 I don't know. I should have asked the RNA people had they been watering it, but I, I think they may have kept it a little bit lush. Um, I, don't, I don't know that as a, as a matter of course. Um, but in fairness, I did play... I did play another course down that way. Well, obviously I played North Berwick with Josh and it was not as, not as burnt out as, as um, St. Andrews. And I played another local course since we last spoke called Winterfield. Um, now you've heard me talk about my, my golf experience isn't like the normal tourist that's here that I'm watching walk up and down. You know, I'm not picking off open rotor courses or, you know, ancient links golf all the time that's great fun i love doing it north berwick love it but just either side of north berwick is is a couple of little local courses and there's one called winterfield now not very long a lot of drivable holes for me uh for the fellas i was playing with not not so and it was like benign conditions it was it was no wind but for 30 pounds you know uh, it was like 20 pounds or something like that it was not much it was such a fun golf course to play. You know, you're right on the coast. Uh, you're looking at the Bass Rock. So Muirfield uh, is in that area. So when I played that, the point of that point of the story is, it was fairly green as well. So maybe they didn't water it. Maybe they did. I don't know. But you know that little microclimate of East Lothian. And if you listen to Malcolm Duck talk about East Lothian, you know he says it's the drier or it's the best climate. You know, it's. In Scottish golf, you get chided over that for a, for a, a little bit, but it might maybe that maybe it was just a little bit more rain over there. There's it, been a little bit of rain a week ago. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but it's not that far as a crow fly. You know, not it's not another world. It's like maybe St Andrews Beach to you know to to Melbourne, so to speak. You know, as the crow flies. Mm. Um, it's just a little bit greener. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how much more I can tell you. I watched a little bit on the, on the, on the telly uh, yesterday and then watched the, the closing couple of holes. I'm, I had to nip out and miss the, I watched the first couple of holes of the playoff, missed the one where she got up and down and, and took it off Chun. Um, or a great, I don't know much about Chun, but she's a great golfer. Um, great swing, great ball striker. Um, yeah, so it's good. No, I'm, to be honest, I don't know much about either of the uh, Buhai or Chun, and I just know that third round is when is it Buhai? Is it pronounced it? Yeah, she yeah. she yeah. she won it in round three because she shot sixty four, and no one else was uh, was close. Yeah, but she she made she nearly made a meal of it. Hey, at fifteen, where she just um, I'm not sure if it was a triple or I think it was a triple or something like that. She had you know it was like yeah one minute she was in front and then. Yeah, you know, she yep. was back even. Yeah, back that's at minus it. ten or whatever it was, and I think yeah, that's for a her to hold a nerve. I was yeah, hundred percent. She she that round three set up 
that score gave her a little bit of breathing room. But like you said, she nearly gave it back in, in round four, like everyone else had been in round three. Um, you know, what I will say, again, you know, just testament to the quality of her golf in that round three and, and to be in that position, you know, and be there at rounds one and two. There's there's no gimmies out there at Millfield. The, the, those undulations on the greens and, as I said before, to see it again firsthand, just be able to stand beside and see other people play and putt. Those greens look somewhat flat-ish on the telly, but they're nothing. They're far from it, you know rejection slopes on strategically on every side and bunkers or, or, you know, longer fescue at every rejection point there is on, on every green. It's got that. Yeah. You know, I, I was sharing it with you. I had the privilege of getting some of the pin positions and yeah, you know, they're all tucked every day. Um, so she played really well to, to have that round in the third round, but yeah, credit to her to, to, to hold on to it, you know, to hold a composure. And I sent you the press conference there, the notes from the press conference that she did. Uh, where Olivia McMillan, Australian girl who works for the RNA, used to work for the PGA in Australia, uh, interviewed her. You know, they talk about, um, you know, how she, how she, what she went through and how she held on. And, you know, it was just regroup, get back in the moment and play the next hole. Not worry about what happened. She couldn't do anything about that. And, you know, it's a bit of mental mastery stuff, but just get back in the game. And her husband's actually uh, a caddy for um, Lee Six. So they used... She used he used to caddy for her for a number of years, but uh, yeah, you probably saw the vision of him with the the Korean sort of sponsor hat on. So if you're wondering why he had the what looked like um, Chun's sort of sponsor hat, they probably share the same sponsors. He's the caddy of Lee Six, um, so that's why he was uh, there in the Korean sort of sponsored hat sort of gear. But they just talked about staying in the moment and you know regrouping and you know getting the job done. So I'm just, if I'm not looking at the camera, I'm not sure if we're going to make the video out of this or not. Hopefully we can rock it, send it to me when we're done. But uh, if I'm not looking down the barrel of the camera, okay, I'm now, uh, it's because I'm just watching all of the people just I'm about a hundred metres from, you know, where you turn left at the Dunvegan to walk down to the, the first tee. Um, I didn't bring my mic, my headphones, I would have walked down there. But um, so I'm just watching all the golfers with their golf gear walk up and down. It's good people watching. Absolutely. Um, lots of good so, odds too last week, what, I should say. Um, Minji obviously had a good week, T4. Uh, Steph Curiaco had a really good week as well, T7. Um, yep. Hannah we, Green, T35. You know, Whitney Hillier, who's Whitney Hillier made the cut. She didn't, she, I don't think she had the greatest of rounds the final round, but just to see, you know, a young talent, you know, playing in a, in a major, uh, making the cut and, you know, getting that experience. Uh, and by all accounts, you know, Whitney Hillier has proven to be, you know, quite adept at coming to grips with golf on the big stage amongst uh, some of the big competitors. So she's, she's performing pretty well. Did um, Hannah Green, I'm not sure, I, I, I don't have the results sheet in front of me, sorry, but I don't think Sue O missed the, uh, made the cut. No. Hannah Green? Sue O missed, Hannah Green made it T35 and just announced yep. today um, the Australian Open. I was just saying a rocket before we press record. She's announced that she's coming back for the Australian Open this year, which is great. Hannah Green, good to, good to have her back. Um, what did you guys one. think of Muirfield? Sorry. What did you guys think of looking at Muirfield uh, on the TV? I reckon I would have all all up. I reckon I would have maximum seen about an hour over the weekend. To be honest, okay. it was it was um, obviously running the same time as the other events, 
but they, yeah. I felt like they had it in, in a bit of a funny time slot. I don't know whether it was because of the fact that it was um, the way yeah, the hours so are changing. It felt like it was a little bit earlier than normal. Don't know. It was a bit, yeah. So they, sure. the 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 lead the leaders didn't tee off to like ten to four, which was late. Okay. Here. Ten to four in the afternoon tee off. So they they finished at like eight o'clock last night. They're like, yeah, yeah. It was that's I had to nip out and um no yeah just some family stuff um but it was yeah eight eight o'clock when when they were finishing so that's pretty late right so I think they pushed it back for for um American TV yeah, time right. zones and that sort. Gotcha. Yeah, well, that makes, that makes it really hard to watch. They did the same thing at the Open. The, the Open, yeah. the final group is usually teed off by sort of 10 o'clock our time. They weren't teeing off until nearly 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Just made it impossible to watch. Unless you like me, yeah, went to bed at 8, 8 p.m. and got up at night. Uh, you're in charge of management of this uh, organisation because uh, you know that is excellent management. Uh, I just I just reprogrammed the circadian rhythm and you know get my whole system out of whack for you know a month after after the British Open and oh sorry, my apologies, rinse my mouth out. Oh. The Open. <laughs> no, no, that dump button, so, so good. Apologies, apologies. Uh, yeah, I, I I used to I used to really do a bloody. July was a real nightmare for me because I, I was quite invo- um, interested in the, not anymore, the um, the tour, the Tour de France. So I, I, would, I would get sucked into the tour. Early early July, I'd get sucked into the Tour de France, which would lead into the Open and then the Scottish Open and the Open. Uh, July's always been a bit of a write-off. Anyway, five five, week, five weeks of no sleep. Yeah. yeah. I'm not anyway, a Wimbledon or a cricket ashes person, but oh. I feel like that all of those things happen at the same time sometimes. Hey, you know one way to fix that? It's to be here when the Open's on. That's one guaranteed way of uh, fixing it. No, that's true. Uh, I saw on the Discord, people have uh, been excited about the news of the um, ticket uh, ballot for next year's Open. Is that correct? Yep. Yeah. Okay. There's, 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 a fair there's, few, there's a fair few have already gone in. Does Mrs. Rocket listen to this? <laughs> so sorry. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, any tour companies that want to get on board and, and yeah, charter the tour of uh, and help me got, and help uh, me out because I still haven't, I haven't, <laughs> this I haven't group. covered, I haven't well, covered covered the subject yet. Hey, Rocket, you know my strategy or thoughts or philosophy with in terms of getting tickets, although it didn't really play out with this open because I didn't get the tickets through the ballot but previously if you don't have them you can never go you know i've i've got Ryder cup tickets and wasn't able to go but i had the tickets and i gave myself every opportunity to perform at the highest level so you've just you know you've given yourself the opportunity rocket you've just got to seal the deal i'm sure master of negotiation yeah you know, high level negotiate you should be a walk in the park <laughs> the- I'm sure, can't, can't hold look, a candle. Sure can't, ha- can't hold a candle to this, to Mrs. Rocker. No, I'm telling you, well, there is no there I'm, is no I'm negotiator sh- like that woman. I am sure continued focus on the de- golf development of the triplets, and the work that you put in there will repay dividends. In you know you being able to to potentially be tall leader. 
appointed. There you go. Tall leader. You got to go now. <laughs> how good would how good would it be? Liverpool, Royal Liverpool. Like, I'd, I'd have to learn a whole. I'd have to learn a whole new accent. That'd be fun. I'd go for that to be able to get there. And not have to do a stupid Scottish. Uh, not a, no, not a stupid. My stupid Scottish accent. The Scottish accent. I love it. Um, you, you just need I, to listen to the Beatles for a couple of months and then punch some blokes in the face <laughs> with your head. Oh, no. I, I'd listen to uh, Steve, Stevie Jarrod. Stevie Jarrod. You know, ah, on the reef. Hey, hey, hey! Careful. You, you're crossing some very dangerous territory right now. What's that? Stevie Gerrard, like he's a he's a treasure. I'm, a, I'm the big yeah, one of the biggest yeah, Liverpool man going around. Yeah, I'll just say he's got a great Liverpool Liverpoolian accent. And my Craig Craig Noon. I remember when I met Craig Noon, who used to who plays in the A League, and we played a bit of golf together. I said, "Oh, how'd you you know get into the Premier?" He said, "You know, one day, one day, <laughs> I've got to do it. You know, oh, gee, I can't believe we're going to do it." He said, "I was on Stevie Gerrard's roof." Doing his roof, and next day I got a call and I was playing. Oh, sorry, that's really bad. Um, anyway, <laughs> Craig Noon, who I played golf with, was fixing Stevie Gerrard's roof, and then he got a call and said, "Mate, you better get down here to, um, you know, try out for this, uh, you know, Premiership club." And uh, that, that one thing led to another. He was on Stevie Gerrard's roof. Anyway, I digress again. Funny. Sorry, looking at more people yeah. walking up to us, the main road of St Andrews. I should have. I really should have tried to play. Anyway, Whew, it's hot in this car. Uh, do you need me for anything? Because I got. I really do have to go and, and see what I've got to do, and then I've got to head back to Edinburgh and catch up with some family. Do you need me? You know. No, you're a good boss. Go do I'll what you got to do. Uh, what are you going to talk about next? A uh, bit of one and done stuff. Yep. Bit of PGA US. Tour. The run to the Net Club Championship. Yep. Did you watch any of the kazoo? I did. I watched a bit of the kazoo. I uh, was invested in uh, young Callum Shinquin, so I um, I stayed up half a, a bit late. A half an MWL? Uh, it MW? was about no. It was it was, it was about half half a half a minwoo. Yeah, it was it was a good it was a good event. He he didn't help me in the. I said to Rocket, he um, God, he plays he plays golf like, you know. Most AMs play golf. He doesn't have a he doesn't have a break. Like there's there's no there's no thought of slowing down at all. It's it's full gas. Um, he was absolutely mm. doing my head in. He uh, when I sort of tuned in, he was clear by four. I think he was leading after round three by one, and uh, he's he's um, offsider had made a couple of bogeys and he made a couple of birdies. And then I thought, oh well, this is over. He's five six five six clear here with through four in the final round he's he's home and hosed and then he went bogey bogey and i was like oh this is a bit probably didn't need to do that and he you know he tried to clear up everyone laid up short with one of the par fours or three wood of the bunkers and he decided no i can probably fly that where there's absolutely no need to fly it and flew it straight into the bunk up against the lip i had to chip out um so it was a wild ride for for him in the final round he got to about 11 and i think he was about five clear and I just thought I can't stop any longer than this. I if he loses it from here, it's it's all on him. So uh, I went to sleep and wake up and he'd won, which is good. One by four as well. Uh, one and done. Uh, I liked. Uh, yeah, I think I don't, who, who, I can't even remember who I tipped. 
Who did I tip last week? In um in the US, you yeah. had. Now you went okay, I think. No, you had Billy Horschel. T twenty seven. Popular pick. I am just going south for the rapid ray. I'm like, I'm going to be finished. Like, third. You, you guys are doing well. You're doing well. So there's only there's only three there's only uh, three anyway, events uh, left. So people have to get their tips in, and any anyone. This is I've, I've been giving this advice since day dot. Anyone who's planned themselves well can make a very late charge. If you think okay. about what's coming ahead in the last three events, and if you think about the last event being only 30 blokes, if you've got someone who's already going to be starting on the, uh, as Rocket says, the net club challenge in a reasonable position, you might be able to jump up pretty quickly. Oh yeah, I'm just disappointed that I went early with Smotherman. That's all I'm going to say on that. I just yeah, I oh, would have liked to have him soon. in the back pocket. Too soon, too too soon. soon on the Smotherman. He just missed. Um, just missed. Uh, another couple walking up to uh, their their uh, twelve thirty time slot at the uh, old course. Just walking past red ta- red tailor made bag. By the way, Rocket, um, you don't have any red ones. You got three black ones. Jeez, ta- this. I heard TaylorMade stocks have risen dramatically on the back of uh, massive investment by Rocket. So they should. <laughs> the growth, the grow the game, the grow the game uh, central on TaylorMade stocks uh, at, in Brisbane uh, market. Drum and golf sales in TaylorMade uh, in Brisbane gone through the roof. Yeah, TP fives, <laughs> uh, cut downs, bags, you name it. Uh, I'm using some Callaways over here, and really, really starting to like them. Uh, using the Rogue ST Max LS driver. And uh, even on my little short sort of local courses I've been playing, it's a bullet. Um, I was going to say, uh, on the one and done, the doctor, forgetting to tip, he's, yes. he's gone full rock and roll, gone full rock and roll mode, uh, release it, re- releases an album, from albeit from 2006, re-releases a digitally remastered, Classic emo hard rock. I don't know, Rocket. Your, your this is your yeah. department. I'm not yeah. sure you have classic describe. classic emo emo rock with a bit of new metal thrown in there. He gets all a excited. A big launch does lots of promotional work. Not only that, he gets a spot on the AFL playlist for Friday yeah. night footy. So you know, oh, <laughs> uh, he's licking himself. He's like, why Pole Central? We probably should mention the name of the band so everyone can can tune in uh, and look up on their Apple Music and Spotify and wherever else they're listening. They should be typing in Vanden to listen to, to Doc D-A-N-D-E-N. and the band. D-A-N-D-E-N. That's it. If, if we use it for some uh, My Love of Golf clips and that sort of thing, do you think we'll get it license free? Do you think we'll charge us? He, if we, will get, we will get charged. Don't worry about that. There's absolutely no idea. Mark, Mark. Yeah. 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 God, My recommendation uh, no, is Blackheart Street from that album, by the way. There you go. Uh, Vanden people, you can get it on Spotify and wherever else you listen to your downloaded stuff from. Uh, yeah, the doctor who in charge of marketing um, has been on the promotional tour and forgot his tips. Uh, how do you, how did he get onto the Channel Seven AFL playlist? There goes another player. Twelve forty-five. You better hurry up. Starters just around the corner waiting for you, mate. Uh, you know, Ross, uh, how did you get on it's, it's, it's it's not what you know, it's who you know. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, that's it. Why have you got a band as well? Are we gonna say so you are you gonna be pumping up Spotify with your band in a minute? No, I don't have a band. Oh. R- Ross and the Flanettes. 
Oh dear. Hey, um, my car's gone off. It's gone into eco mode. The, I had the uh, fan on, and um, yeah, you're going to be locked in there like you were on the ferry. Yeah, I had another ferry ride. The same ferry. I took the other ferry ride back, and I didn't make the same mistake. Uh, had a, I'll tell you a quick ferry story um, because I, people did get worry about me. Uh, Matt Mollica worried about me getting locked in the ferry when they saw I was going back on a ferry. There's a little ferry that runs from the other side of Aran Island. Uh, on the mainland across to Lockranza, which is where I first met Lynx Robbie. And uh, we are bolting down there, Alex and I, we been on a little bit of a tour of the Highlands, and uh, we were bolting down there. The girl at the ferry office didn't really tell me exactly the time. She said 10-something, got down there, and the drawbridge of the ferry is going up. All the cars are on. We're going, oh, we've missed it. Yeah, worst things could happen. We would have just had to wait another hour for it to go across and back. And I thought, oh, well, we've missed it. You know, we've bolted down there. There's a little one-lane road. Uh, and all of a sudden, the, the, the ferry door opens up. They saw us and opened the ferry door back up for us and let us on. How nice was that? That is unheard of. Uh, I nearly brought, it nearly brought a tear to my eye. I'll tell you what did bring a tear to my eye. Uh, Edinburgh Fringe is on. If you want to come and visit Edinburgh and you want to see it in its busiest, most hectic uh, with a lot of entertainment happening. You come in the fringe time, which is August. Uh, we went and saw a, a little uh, show, a little uh, musical on uh, Saturday night, Sunshine on Leith. Now, you know Sunshine on Leith. It's the Proclaimers' uh, famous album, their famous song. Uh, it's the musical of the movie that was made around the Proclaimers' music. We went and saw that. It was magnificent. All the Pro- Proclaimers' songs Sunshine on Leaf makes me cry every time, and I wasn't the only male in the audience when Sunshine on Leaf gets played. Uh, had a little bit of a tear. It's a very important song to me for various reasons, family reasons. Um, so, yeah, um, I don't know why I, was, why I went to Sunshine on Leaf, but if you want to get to Edinburgh in fringe time, you can see great shows. We saw Jason Byrne. I've seen Jason Byrne about eight times. It's like when I go and have an Indian. I always have the same thing. Whenever I see a comedian, I want to see the same one because I know I'm guaranteed a laugh. And Jason Byrne, Irish comedian, didn't let me down. So that's my Edinburgh Fringe experience. Uh, it's 19 degrees outside. must be 27 degrees inside. The car battery's gone flat or it's gone off. I'm going to leave you guys to it. Thanks, right, boss. Me. Okay. Thanks. See, see you, everyone. See you, mate. I'll send you a picture. I'll send you a picture. You send me the picture of you two guys. Send me a picture, and I'll put my picture of me in right. the thing for the. Hang uh, on, everyone. The, everyone, yeah, get ready so. for the picture. You ready? Yeah. You're taking a screen grab, eh, Mike? Nah, nothing. No. That's it. Oh, I've got a I, gym. You can you can freeze that later and and um do it. <laughs> I've got an absolute gym. All right. <laughs> All right. I'll see ya. See ya. Right. Enjoy. Yeah, Thanks, guys. The um. No, that way he can just pause the video and take a snapshot. Oh, I know. I've got a cracker. Have you? Have you already done it? Yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's really no, good. good. Even better. It's really good. Um, uh, well, I'll quickly, if it's all right with you, mate, I'm going to quickly go through. We'll start with just the, the. Um, we won't we won't go through any more in the kazoo because effectively, yeah. Callum Shinkin won. He, he kicked away in one by four. Um, the few guys that were around the mark that were playing okay that I thought were probably ones to watch in the not too distant future. Paul Waring, Paul Waring, Waring. He uh, he was he was playing very good golf for a little while there. And Ewan Ferguson, he finished twelfth. 
God, he made some parts. He was absolutely making them from everywhere. He's someone that I'll be watching in the next few weeks. It was good. Veerman fell away. Johannes, who's one of our favorites as well. But it was a it was a funny old tournament. I feel like this was that was one of the tournaments last year that we got when we just got back from COVID and Sam Horsfield might have won, or it was right around that time when he was sort yeah. of coming back and they were only yeah. playing in England and, and that sort of stuff. It was okay. I mean, it wasn't a it was as probably a bit like what Ross was saying before. Greens were a bit sloppy and a bit quick, and geez, they were making themselves look like deals on a couple of occasions where they weren't giving it enough gas on the wrong line, and it looked like yeah. they were playing mini golf. They were just running; the ball was running away from the hole. Um, but the PGA Tour this week, do you remember Hugh picked in your one and done? Wasn't Sung Jaim? I think you could be very right there. You, my friend, or did had... I do Siwoo Kim? If I you had some team, you would have been very happy because he finished second. Oh, I, think um, I, I think I picked, I think I changed it to Siwoo. You changed to, where are you? Oh, you did. Siwoo come. Kim, he made him finish zero, <laughs> zero dollars. <Shit. laughs> that's, un, that's, that's unlucky. I've done it again. Um, yeah, you weren't the only ones. A few people had Siwoo. Um, Pultz had Siwoo. Um, that a stinker. Well, only two people had the winner with Ju Young Kim, uh, aka Tom Kim, living my best life, who is a burner account for another player, another popular player in the uh, in the M Log uh, event, <laughs> and, oh. Ro, and Ro Adams, Ro Adams. Um, <laughs> so the person is going to still remain unnamed, who is who's having their burner account. But next year, there will be a rule, no burner accounts. You get one crack at it and that's it. If you want to start later, that's up to you. You've got to be in from the beginning. And if you want to go and try and figure out who the, whose burner it is, they, their other account finished T5 or better. So he's, he's done pretty well as um, that person. Um, the leaderboard hasn't changed too much. So Michael Lloyd's still leading. He's actually going, I think he kicked away a little bit, 123 and a half. Uh, nomadic golfer 11.5, three putt or die 11.2, the doctor a 10.4, and I am in 9.9, just ahead of no three putts and Joe Tolomeo, uh, and the golf labyrinth. So, yeah, it's uh, three to go. I'll, I'll give you all anyone who's listening to this show, I'll give you all fair warning. You're going to do well to beat me because I've, I've planned this. I'm coming for Michael Lloyd, and I'll give you the tip. I've still got Scotty Scheffler and I'm, I won't be burning him until the tour championship oh, and he'll be starting oh, in position oh, one. You you. So I've, I've, I've thought this out. I've got, th- I can, I, I can tell you who my picks are going to be right now. So this week I'll be having John Rahm. Next week I'll have Tony Finau and the week after I'll be having. Um, so, so how did Scotty you Scheffler. hold your nerve when he hit that hot streak? That's nothing. I don't know. Clearly didn't do too well. <laughs> probably probably got nothing in those weeks. <laughs> I don't know. Probably picked Keegan Bradley. Um, not sure, but yeah. Maybe when he got when he had a couple, I just sort of thought, no, nah, I probably nearly used him um, at the Open Championship. I went, no, nah, he's not going to be my man. And same with Ram. So yeah, as soon as so I didn't use him, that, there, I'm going to hold him for the saved them both yeah. for the final three events. And my theory now is, and I'm going to give everyone the same theory so they could probably do the same thing but effectively the the best three players i have left are scheffler Rahm, and finale and if i look at where they'll 
sit coming into the final event. I think this week stacks up for Ram, probably the best. I'll play him, then Finau, then Scotty. Now they all they might go miss cut, miss cut thirtieth, but still gonna have, gonna have a run at it. Um, winner this week, I think a popular winner, Tom Kim. Did you get to Did you get to watch any of it at all? Nah. And, so, and with Ross giving his, you know, history of Scotland, probably <laughs> probably chewed up time for me to get yeah. on my little soapbox and talk about how jaded I feel like with, with watching golf at this point of the year. It is tough. It is um it's tough to get excited. There's a lot, there's a lot of events, but not not a lot of great events. Once the once the open championship finishes and then the women's open's a good event. But yeah, there's not um, there's not a lot of excitement probably about getting out of bed to watch the Wyndham. Yeah, it's <clears throat> for for me, it's the it's it's that time of the year when I I, I hit a wall. When, yeah, I I hit a wall when it comes to sport. Yeah, wow. And you normally being a bomber supporter, you've only got three weeks left in your in your sporting calendar anyway. Yeah, September, yeah, exactly. September comes and it's. Yeah, that's it. Over. September comes and it's NFL season, so it just it <laughs> yeah, blends right in, right? So I'm, I'm, I'm getting all. That's the thing that's almost like still consuming like so much of my viewing. It's like yeah, all, all, all and it, it's like NFL run for me at the moment. You know, um, I'm the opposite, mate. My all of my teams are dying slowly. The Western Bulldogs have capitulated. The New York Yankees were the best team in baseball, and they have, they are absolutely turning up their toes at the moment. Um, but that's all right. It's um, you know, it's a long season. We've got plenty of time, yeah. except for the AFL. AFL, <laughs> um, well, Ju Ju Young Kim, he, he's a first player in history to start round one, first hole with a quad, and go on and win. They had an eight on his first round. There's a bloke in the clubhouse. I can't remember who it was in round one who shot. I think he was nine under, something like that in round one. So he's like thirteen shots he's back. Thirteen shots off the lead through one. And he's gone on and won the tournament by five. <laughs> That's, Holy that is unbelievable. Um, just absolute. We, we talked about it, and I put put it on Twitter today. We talked about him a while back. He's he's a pure. He's a really good talent. He looks like a really you know good personality. It's he's a sort of bloke that you really would like to see continue to play. Like Sung Jae is a great golfer, and I know that they're both Korean. This guy's spent a little bit of time living in Australia and the US, so he's he's got a he's got the uh, bit of the American accent going. Um, he's not as he's not as good as, as Sung Jae and he hasn't got that career yet, but he's on that path. But he's the sort of guy that you really like because Korean golf is going through the roof from the men's and women's everywhere, and having someone like this that's got this outward personality probably a little bit different he's not kiridaka happy barn rat but he, he's got that bit of personality about him and i think it's going to be good um you know he uh yeah he, uh, he likes his food he, he's very very funny so if you've ever seen any of the, of the um stuff that the pga tour posts about him the little videos here and there they're, they're pretty funny the one-on-one -on -one videos but he went out today in a lazy uh 27 on the front so 27 on the front nine and then just came home uh, one under one under on the back to uh, just lock it up, but just did not did not look at all look like he was going to be threatened. Um, no one was getting close, and he just looked very very comfortable, very comfortable. Jeez, mm. he um 
when they interviewed him straight afterwards, he said something along like not paraphrased, but it was something like, How you know, how'd you go today? He's like, Yeah, it was it was stressful. Like I didn't know golf was you know, really stressful, you know, like it's something that he'd never had to worry about because you know, he's 21 or 22 and he's played on the Asian tour and um, you know, played good golf. He's clearly a very good golfer. He's played his first event on a links course at the Scottish Open and finished third and then going over to the States and played a couple of events there. And on his third one after he gets his temporary PGA tour membership, he wins. So yeah, can't be that hard. Um it's um it it was a um probably an event where he was definitely the story. But the other stories were all around the guys that were going to make that top one twenty-five. The bubble boys. The bubble boys. Yeah. Um, the ones that missed out. Uh, Smotherman, the double on the last. Smotherman. Smotherman was Smotherman, and that was that was an event where we talked about before about the weather and it being muggy and hot. It was one of those events where they had thunderstorms in the afternoon and a lot of stoppages. So on the Saturday, on the I think it was still Friday. He um he had two holes to play, and the way the cut was working, eighty eight players were going to make the cut. So with eighty eight players going through is a very very big number because it's low sixty and ties. And Smotherman had a putt on his seventeenth for birdie from about I want to say ten feet, and then he had the last his eighteenth, and then on eighteen, which I think was the other way around, but it was nine. Uh, was uh, what's that other guy's name? Uh, I think he's one of your one of your boys. Got her up. And got Chris. Got her up. Was playing and he was putting for bogey. So he misses the bogey putt, and and he he moves everything around, and a bunch of guys drop out of that eighty eight. Turns to sixty five, whatever it was. So he makes the bogey putt. So now they're all safe. So all eighty eight are going through to the weekend. And the only thing that has to happen for Smotherman to make the weekend and have a chance of wrapping up his card because he's sitting on number 125 is he's got to get home in uh, in even par. So he has the birdie putt on 17 and lips out, literally lips out, taps it in for par, goes to 18, air mails the green for his second, uh, can't, can't uh, get up and down and three, three jabs it for double. And... Uh, I think he summed it up very well when he turned around to his caddy and just went, you know, what, what, you know, he just, this is a bit of a shrug, but I should say this was, uh, uh, these, these things that I just described happened on Saturday morning because they, they basically stopped play due to light. So got her up, had to turn up and, um, and, and um, make his bogey putt on the Saturday morning. And Smotherman had to play the last two holes uh, on the on the on the Saturday morning. That'd be so hard. Very very hard. Justin Lowe, I saw a few videos floating around, um, sponsored by the No Laying Up guys, probably popular because he's he's been that bubble boy, pretty much his his whole career through the Corn Ferry and up and down a couple of times. He's done his first full season and he's finished just outside. He just missed the cut. I think he just might, might have just missed on the number. Maybe missed a, maybe missed a putt on the. Uh, Right on it, I think, from my memory. Yeah, so he's like 128. So he dropped to 128. So he's going to miss his card. He will still get starts, um, but he won't get the the pick and well, choose. Yeah, the one thing I don't understand is that does he still qualify so he could go onto the Corn Ferry and do those last couple of events, right? I think so. I think <clears> I, I, I don't know how it all wraps up for him, but 
even just being 126 to I think 150, you get certain status and then that leads you into, you know, your tier 25. And then from tier 25, you'll get picked before the guys that finish from 150 to one 200 yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. So there's definitely a, there's a route back and he can certainly make enough money in that to get his card and finish top, still finish top 125. It's just going to be hard, the, hard, the hard way around. Yeah. Um, Jason Day withdrew again. I know a few people were talking about that. I don't know what his illness was, but it was illness. Um, hurt, hurt feelings from the shark not returning text messages. Probably. I think a lot of look. I think as soon as that that um, delay came up, I think they had four withdrawals in five minutes. So Kisner, Hagee, Brian Gay, Adam Long, Webb Simpson, Jason Day, CT Pan, Hayden Buckley, Siwoo Kim, all withdrew. Now yeah, they're probably like, no, nah, we're going home. They're all, you know what? I'm set to play. And the, the finals, um, nothing I can do is going to matter. If this falls until Monday, do I really want to still be sitting here when I could be on a plane uh, tomorrow and, and practicing up at um, TPC Southwind? Um, so maybe that was part of the play, not sure. Um, but he, he was Jackson true. Where's Day on the, hang on, I'm going to find him. Um, well, oh, one th- him. Oh, 113. 113, so he was in. So he's in no matter what. Yeah. So, yeah, that was the event. Um there wasn't there wasn't too much else going on really. Um, so, I keep saying I'm say Tom Kim, Ju Young Kim. He uh, he putted the lights out for uh, for the week, and uh, that will get it done. He putted uh, picked up oh, what how many strokes was it for the week? Picked up three shots on the field. Well, I think the other thing, for, if I think of Webb and, and Jason Day, they still have status if they don't make the 125 anyway. Yeah. Yeah, they will. So they're probably looking at a gun. Whatever no, happens, no. happens. Absolutely. There's a few guys like that this year. So obviously Ricky would have pulled one of his cards out this year, whether it was all-time money list or previous winners or whatever it was, and he's finished on the number 125. Well, he doesn't, so he's have, doesn't have to now. No, he's done now, yeah. I think the, the I read an article this afternoon. So the other Rory, he was on his all-time – sorry, not the other Rory, Rory. Um, yeah, he the, was on his the silver, me- the silver medalist. Silver medalist. He was on the all-time his all-time money list earnings this year uh, and didn't get through, so he might be out. Um, Harris English is out and he didn't play enough, but um, he'll be able to pull some um, some exemptions. Isn't on he history. gone from like Brewster to Feather Duster in like? Yeah, he had in- he had a was he, I think it was his pec. He got it was a pec or a shoulder or something like that. He had an injury. He didn't play for uh, most of the season. But um, yeah, okay. even with his medical, he he uh, whether it was that that's what he'll be able to get in on uh, medical exemptions or whatever it is. Um, there was a handful of others that that didn't quite get there that that will, will be able to do something. Harry Higgs was one that was missed. Yeah, I saw um, that. And, and I don't know that he's going to have anything to fall back on because he's not one. No, I think he's a he's. Yeah, it's cool. you'd have to go back to try and yeah. wean his card back through that last sprint, or it's back to the corn ferry for him. Yeah, for that's what I think. Him. Yeah. Um. So that was a yeah, it was a, it was an eventful week. It's probably something that PGA Tour needs to do a little bit better because I think those are the stories that I think people find more interesting. Like they did it quite quite good the Smotherman and the Gotter Up stuff through socials, probably because Max Homer was tweeting it more than anything. No, but these are the ones, right? It's that the ones that are you almost have a leaderboard, and maybe they call yeah. it, the, you know, 
they get it sponsored by I don't know Hubba Bubba and just have it called yeah. the you know <laughs> the Hubba Bubba Bubble yep. and and just have a leaderboard of all those ones and then wherever they are like just yeah. have it so depending on like each hole like that's the perfect time to have it where you've got the actual active yeah. leaderboard based yeah. on project projections of where they're at yeah like I didn't you, I... you could make two days of that. No, and I look, they might have done a bit of it. I didn't see it. They might have done it post round. Maybe they find it too hard to do it in play. You know, it would be a bit, but I think it's a little bit like the the ladder predictors here and there when you got AFL it's all sorts just of data. Sports. Do it now. Like do it do it in the final events. Don't worry about it in the middle of the year. Don't don't talk to me about the Comcast top ten ten. I don't care. No. Um show me that. Show me the guys that are in and out. Tell me those stories. Yeah, those um, stories, and it's like, oh, if they don't, what do they have to do, right? Yeah, or explain that. You know, explain all those things because yeah, we don't hear any of that, and then do interviews with those sort of players after the first round, right? Yeah, you know, sure, it might heap some more pressure on them. You know, hey, feeling after playing like crap today, yeah, and, you know, potentially going to lose your card and go back to the corn ferry tour and basically just toil away like a homeless person nah, for exactly. months. No, nah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Give them something to talk about. <laughs> Yeah. Um, this week is uh, probably the last thing we need to go through. But um, yeah, this week's the first of the three playoff events. TPC Southwind, the old... Um, swamp, the Swamp Classic. It'll be definitely the Swamp Tail Classic. It'll be muggy. Um, it's a funny week. Uh, everyone's back, you would say. I think I got a funny feeling. Was it Sergio four or five years ago was probably one of the first players ever. That was like, well, no matter what I do in the first um, tournament of the three three rounds or three event playoffs, I'm always going to make it to the next round. So I'm not playing this. I'm going to give myself a rest. I think he was the first person to do that. So it'll be very interesting to see who turns who up who and who play. doesn't. Yeah, if anybody. I haven't seen the final uh, the final list of who's in and out because effectively when I went to the, the tour website to see the final starting list, It'll effectively be the top 125. But again, if you're in there and you don't want to play, you don't have to. But the current 125 also has the players in there that are on the live tour who will not be there. Well, unless there's a court injunction. But I think the only three that are pushing to play were Gooch, Jones, and one other. There's only three of them that were trying to play. Because I don't uh, think I don't think DJ no. um, or Bryson were no. even close to the top 125 because they haven't played. I just can't think of who the other player is. No, I'm drawing a blank on who the other player was. Oh, maybe it's Kevin Nah. Someone. No, like but that. I don't think he played enough. Uh, it was definitely Jones, definitely Gooch. And just running my eye down the list. No, not sure. Oh, Matthew Wolf. What? Matthew yeah. Wolf's coming through. Really? Well, he's on my list. Oh, where's he on the on the um? He's on my oh, sorry, Brooks is on there as well. I've got ten players, but there was only three playing trying to play. I don't think it was Brooks. Was it Abe? Might be Abe. Yeah, that rings a bell. I'm just having a look. I'm just seeing if I can bring it up here. Yeah, I've got one. I've got. I, I definitely remember Jones and um Gooch. Those the two that were pushing to play or for an injunction. Well, here we go. Hudson Swafford. Big HUD. Big HUD. Yeah. Well, he, yeah. Why wouldn't you? They're probably three guys that, um, I'd say three guys that, that probably didn't get paid a truckload of money to go and play. 
in particular Taylor Gooch because the story, as the story goes, he just thought it was a one-off event. There was no problems, and he didn't realize he couldn't play the PGA Tour afterwards. It was a very good golfer, not a very smart bloke. No, no. no. Um, so the top fifteen for the people at home that actually care. Uh, John Rahm stacks up on top. Colin Morikawa, Tony Finau, uh, Justin Thomas, Shane Lowry, Scotty Scheffler, Russell Henley, Sungjae Im, Martin Laird, Will Zalatoris, Mito Pereira, Emiliano Grillo, Corey Connors, Keegan Bradley, Chris Kirk. Don't write it down because I'll send it to you in the uh, in the um. No, I've just got to make I've just got to make tips and not do a a, a dock slash rocket. <laughs> Oh, I'm in. I've already got John Rahm, so I'm in. I'm in. Uh, um, I don't know. I'm going to struggle. Who you got. But this is the thing. You go down your list and you're like, oh, I don't want him, don't want him, don't want him. Oh. Well, I can't. There's a lot of <laughs> I can't. I can't have him because I've already I've already torched him. That's only Justin, only oh, Justin I can have is Justin Rose. Yeah, he's not playing well. He's not playing well at all. Um, yeah, it's, look, it's, a, it's a course, like Rocket just said, it's a course where it's going to be a bit, uh, swampy, it's going to be hot, it's going to be muggy. Um, a little bit like the course this week, you know, thick, thick, thickish rough. They've tightened it up a little bit over the years. Um, it'll be, it'll be hopefully a good event. It's good to see, obviously, the big names coming back. Everyone's playing three weeks of big, big, um, big name golf, I'll say, from the last since the open. We probably haven't had anything like these sorts of fields that we're going to see. How many under weeks. winner? How many under? Um, I could probably look up the stats and have a proper guess, but if I had to go off the top of my head, I'll say 15, 16. I'm going to go with 20. Really? There you go. Um, cause that, cause that course they've ripped that one. They used to rip that one apart. Yeah, that's correct. Burger one. I reckon Burger won here a couple of times in a year. I think DJ um, won it, won it there once, won an event there once and then he shot like nearly 30. Oh, actually, no, I'm thinking of something else. No, because this is where they won. used to have the Bell South, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Back in the day, it was Phil's, Phil's uh, tournament to print cash. No, not the Bell South. It was just this, the old good old St. Jude Classic. Was it always St. Jude, was it? Yep. Actually, no, I've it's got not a St. Jude Classic. I've got a um, a St. Jude, because it's Memphis. I've got a St. Jude Classic um, caddy bib in the cupboard. <laughs> I don't even know why. don't even know how, how I've had it for years. Um. And that was that, mate. That's that's the week. That's the week that is was and is. Um, what about you? What's been happening? How are the kids? The uh, the the uh, rocket four ball challenge. Yeah, the, they're doing all right. They're doing all right. Um, uh, the good thing is that they're having fun. Yeah. So it was a lot of chipping this week. That one's yep. that one's a tough one from when yeah. you're sort Excitement. of learning the game. <laughs> Um, that one's a tough one. Yeah. They, they, so whenever they can, we'll call it hit the big shots. That's what they love. So last yeah. week they were cracking a few. Yeah. Um, I was spewing about the video. I was trying to take this slow mo video, Phoenix, and because they had this little putting competition, and yeah. um, it's like about a thirty footer off this bank down to this hole, and off the video is like run out, like stopped on my phone as yeah. the ball was going in, and I recorded uh. the whole thing. So she's hold this walk off like 30 footer. Yeah. I was like, and the video cuts right as yeah. the ball's like on the edge of the cup. How excited was she? She's just pumped. <laughs> just pumped. 
Um, but yeah, just seeing them just, uh, and I, I'm trying to remember, I don't even know if I said this on the, on the last episode. Um, but yeah, Elijah again, just going, you know, dad, you know, I didn't like, didn't really like golf that much when we first started going, he said, but I really enjoy it now. Yep. I think I've grown as a human. <laughs> Smart. He's so good. You know, so then, now they've, um, you know, they, they got gloves the other day as well because they're start, yep. you know, starting to get a little, little blisters and stuff on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little, little hands. Especially um, as it starts to get warmer up there. Yeah. And then uh, I go to pick, I got to pick their, they'll get their drivers uh, this week. Yeah. So, so Wayne up at Drummond in Virginia found some shafts that I could put in there. So I bought some, some old, old tailor-made M1s yep. on, online. So, um, and the strategy behind that was, you know, a lot of the junior ones, if I bought those drivers, yeah, I'd probably save a bit of money and stuff like that, but I'd have to replace them in yeah. probably 12 months. Yeah. Well, I suppose so, they're going to keep playing. Exactly. And I'm like, and M1, still a nice size head. Then we've got the sleeve. So yeah. if you know, I can add add um plugs to the end of the grips as they get, you know, as they get a little yeah. bigger and stuff like that. And if they get to the point where I've a bit longer, I can just change the shaft until change they get to the down. point where it's like then they need a new one. So I have got at least another five years out yeah. of these. I'm waiting for the I've got I've got one M5 M1 five wood. So I've got two mm-hmm. more five woods to arrive as well to, to kit out their bag. They've already got their head covers ready to go in their bag. Did they pick uh, different head covers? Yeah, they picked all different, different animals. Yeah, yeah, different animals. What'd they go with? Um oh shoot. Anyone go with a tiger? Hunter wanted to go with a tiger, but the tiger, did he stay with it? No, I think he went with a tiger, but the um it was oh, did he stay with a tiger? Oh, it was like three weeks ago and we bought them. Yeah. And I just stuffed them in their bags and, and yeah, yeah. left them there and I've forgotten. I've got two from back in the day, and they both had meaning to me only. Uh, and they're both the Daphne's ones from the States. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. got a lobster and that yeah. one on the five wood. This yep. is from 20 years ago because it used to, the five wood used to scuttle along the ground <laughs> and I've got a chicken <laughs> and the chicken went on the three wood. So I was chicken to pull it out. <laughs> I just never hit three wood. Or is it driver? And the chicken had a, um, uh, <laughs> the chicken was actually the same head cover that Rich Beam had when he won the PGA. This is how old. Oh. And it's got a little spot in the, I'll, I'll say at the back of the chicken where a ball can sit. So it, like it lays an egg, the ball comes out the back of the chicken. <laughs> so I think, I think Hunter was getting to get the tiger one. Hmm. I'm pretty sure we kept that one. Cause I think it wasn't a Daphne one. Um, and we're worried about just, it doesn't have the same sort of elastic around the head. So we yeah, just yeah. got to work about that. What did Elijah get? I think Phoenix got a koala. Yep. Good call. And what Elijah get? Oh, I'm drawing a blank. I'm drawing a blank. The shark. No, they couldn't have the same as me. I've already got the shark. They could, they got couldn't the same have the, shark. They couldn't have the same as me. Um, yeah, so then 
yeah, once once they get the drivers, so better get their covers out. So I'll get some more photos of those. Yeah, nice. Um, got to get some new covers for their uh, for their putters as well. Um, the pizza ones arrived this week. Yes, I got the um, pizza cover. They they thought, oh, is this for us? I'm like, no. <laughs> uh, I it, I showed it to my wife. I said to my wife, if there's ever a head cover that's ever been made perfect for me, what is it? I just showed it to her. She said, you do like pizza. I'm like, I really do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's so good. And yeah. it's funny, you see some of the other ones that they've had over the last four or five years. Have you seen the prices they're going for on like eBay and stuff? It's madness. So a bit like the Scotty Cameron ones from years ago. Died, or it's me. Oh. Is it me? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, back there. Um, the the Scotty Cameron ones are the same. They're just they're they're going down the same angle. That these um, because I bought the tailor made one from the Masters, which is beautiful, beautiful head cover. Um, but now that'll get switched out for the pizza pizza box. Um. Yeah, well, that's why I bought two. I thought I can use one, and I'll keep yep. the other one. Oh, they they were gone in seconds. They'll 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 be yeah. You'll see them on eBay for two and three times. Well, I saw the 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 cloud one from a couple of years ago where I nearly bought that one. I'm like, oh, but I don't have a mallet putter, and now I'm looking yeah. at it going, jeez. What are they selling for? Yeah. Eight hundred bucks. Yeah, that's nuts. Yep, yep. It's becoming very cool golf. Very very cool. Yeah. So apart from that, it's been it's been pretty good. It's been it's 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 a been a joy to watch them hit. And then I'm trying to uh, Quinton, who's the coach there at Brisbane Central. He's he's been awesome. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, I'm trying to not I'm trying to not be too interfering, but helping at the same time. Yeah. Because this, you know, is eight kids in the class and it's yeah. like you know i'm trying to talk to each of them trying to explain it and a couple of times i'm like just watch me hit one yeah <laughs> and all of a sudden i hit it and they're like oh. and i keep thinking oh that's right they've never seen me play golf <laughs> <laughs> so all of a sudden i'm using like their five iron I'm yeah, striped, yeah, yeah. I've, I've striped a couple and they're like oh. and i'm I'll like do just, do just, just do that just do that <laughs> just follow dad and it's funny phoenix got there and she she absolutely she smoked it she after i did one shot i said just this is what i want you to do like just picture it in your mind this is mm-hmm. what I want. you got to picture your body to do this and i went and gave her um i said now you go hit one and i'm looking at the boys and i'll quickly look over at her and i can see so she's trying to sort of get get yeah. in get her hands in position yeah and then she takes a swing she just absolutely just cracks one yeah and then she's looking at me and like like looking have i seen it and i was like yeah i saw that i saw that <laughs> she goes oh, i was copying what you did i said good just whatever that felt like just 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 do that just replicate that yeah yeah and have fun. So, so they're getting there um i think hunter's gonna be like a bit john ramish with his swing it's a little bit shorter sh- a little bit shorter a little bit flatter um, and he's 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 actually quite stocky as well. Yeah. Uh, Elijah's got the Shefflers, like his yep. feet feet moving are moving around. around all over the place. So we've like got to it. get him. We've got to get him to try and like quiet that down a little bit. Yeah. Stocky's like his his problem is he keeps sort of he loses his height, right? So he's yeah, yeah bobbing yeah. up and down and stuff like that. Um, but every now and then he'd crack one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're just having fun. Oh, that's great. Which that's is really good. good. 
Yeah, bloody oath. Um, one thing I forgot to mention last week, which I well, the week before last. Um, big thank. I just want to say a big thank you to the guys at Keyser. Um, Keyser in Essendon were my gym that I go to. Who uh, I always describe it as a cross between a physio, a chiro, oh sorry, physio, a normal gym, and a rehab. And uh, it's been great for me. So if anyone who knows me, I've got a horrendous back. Um, and these guys should be sponsored with... by Theragun. Yeah, Theragun. Oh, that, that that does come handy, especially on long golf trips. Um, but now I've been working with the guys there now for over over a year, and my back's been great. And I'm probably playing some of the best golf I've ever played. And it, obviously, the swing changes we made with Baden and stuff. But the last kind of month, it seems like it's all coming together, which has been good. And a lot of it's around me getting some core strength back. And Maddie Mollica, who's a, a listener as well, he goes there as well. So uh, he's he's in the same boat. He was struggling to play golf at all, and now he's been able to play golf, which is good. Big thanks to those guys. They invited me out to play in a in a golf day last week at St Andrews Beach, which is really really good. Had a great there, great day there with the other other Rory. So Rory's the the owner there, and he um he was the host. Um, and yeah, we're going to get him on in a little while when um when Ross goes back. Because it'd be really good just to, I think, for people to really get an understanding of not just, you know, talking about fit for golf, but a little bit around the good, some good examples of things that will really help you with your game. Uh, and the guys will be uh, be really interested to talk to that sort of staff. They do the, the, tail, uh, the titleist performance stuff around um, being fit for your swing, but also just fit for life. And I think that any of us that, that listen to this and play golf, it's, um, it's good stuff. Yeah, and sometimes it's just the little things too. Oh. Mate, it's. I'm not joking. For, for I've told people this story before, but for the, for the listeners, I travel a lot for work in years gone by, and and I'd sleep in a different hotel bed in a different state, and I couldn't walk the next day, right? I don't have that problem anymore, and with the help of the everything coming together, one the swing changes of of, of paying off, two the new Callaway low spin epic driver, and <laughs> and the and the core strength. I, I'm not joking. This is not an ad for Callaway or Keyser or any of those things. I would easily be hitting the ball 20, 30 meters further than I've ever hit it and with a much better shape, much, much better shape. So, um, yeah, that's a pretty glowing endorsement, I would have thought. But, um, no, it'd be good to get the boys on just to, to give an understanding just for anyone who's interested in that sort of stuff. I think just for – not just for Keyser, but just for people to be fit for fit for life would be good. That'd be good. Um. And I should say that um, listener, long-time listener, one-time caller, Pultz was there. And I beat, <laughs> I beat him in Stableford. But um, <laughs> he would have flogged me off the stick because he's a good golfer. <laughs> um, it was a, yeah, it was a pro-am with the uh, the graduates coming out of the um, the PGA uh, Academy down there, which was good. It was a really good day. Um, anything else from you, mate? No, I think, I think we could might be able to wrap this one up, I reckon. And the boss will be back next week. We've got to be on our best behavior. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's coming back for the FedEx Cup. Um, all right. Been a good episode. Good chat. Yeah, good chat, mate. Uh, better do the music and do it properly. <laughs> all right, uh, everyone. Thank you again. Uh, apologies again for last week. Um, not being there, but, uh, you know, it's, it's a big, long grind when you're... Uh, when you're not paid to do this sort of stuff, you know, 
you know, we might be able to do it a little bit more if someone was willing to sort of put their hands in their pockets and, you know, maybe sponsor us, you know, to make sure that we could watch as much golf. Being paid to watch golf would be really nice, not putting any call out there or anyone or just hinting and winking and nod, nudging and all that sort of stuff. But, um, yeah, we'll be back for a nice little sprint to the end um, for the Net Club Championship. And then not long after that, there'll be uh, the President's Cup. So there'll be plenty of um, players on the US side and the European, not the European, the uh, internationals trying to get ready um, for the President's Cup. So yeah, it's going to be an interesting few weeks. Um, so with that, uh, we bid you adieu. And uh, yeah, the boss man will hopefully be back next week. And you know, Mike and I can just go back to doing what we normally do. Have a good one. <laughs>